0: Alright, before we get rolling on this episode, uh, if you're in the car, if you're working out, if you're washing dishes right now listening to this episode, I want you to take your phone out. Guys, take your phone out. I got it. Because I can promise you Darren's not even hasn't even yeah, done this yet. I've done it. <laughs> take out your phone, go to the Darren Woodson Show on whatever podcast app that you're listening on, go to that homepage, if it's on the Apple podcast, there's a little purple circle with three dots in the middle. Click on that circle. And two, two rows down, there should be a button says subscribe. We've had a ton of listeners, thousands of listeners, but we would really appreciate it. If you would press that subscribe button. Yeah. Yeah and lock in for it. Because right now, if you don't, you're being selfish, honestly.
1: Selfish?
0: If you're taking the knowledge nectar <laughs> yeah. and you're not giving us that subscribe, you're being selfish. I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at
2: Darren's phone as he picked it up right now. <laughs> he anyway, has not subscribed. My, my phone
0: says unsubscribe
2: and Darren's yeah. says subscribe, subscribe. So hit it, yeah. Darren, please. So,
0: so whatever you're doing, stop, dry off your hands, pull over, whatever you got to do, stop your, stop the treadmill, and please subscribe. That would really, really, really help us out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and share do it, and, and do it now. Because we now. want it now. Right. And the other, funny, <laughs> the other funny thing is that, what's that word right above or unsubscribe in my case? Like,
1: you know I can't see it. Share.
0: Share. Oh, oh my gosh. See. Dude, this go app makes it so easy to share with your friends. So subscribe. Press on that share. Think about 10 people you can send this text to. And share yeah. this with your friends. Yeah, I hear that, man. We need
1: listeners, and we want people to follow us. And uh, hey, be a part of the family. Absolutely, we're trying to build hey, a community. Can you put here? your headphones on, man. Yeah, my oh,
2: lord. Look, I'm breaking every single See, Dallas oh, regulation right now by worry. being inside of a room with you. <laughs> you're breathing you. on I me can right hear now. Hear you just fine because I'm sitting right. <laughs> I, don't next to
1: you. I don't want the popo <laughs> at my house now.
0: So, what are we talking about today, Darren? I don't, you're the one at the topic
1: we're about to argue about oh, right now. Oh, I'm glad yeah, you opened that up to, for me. I had to like literally step in between
2: these two because they
0: were yeah. going back and forth. We're like, hold on. We got to hit record. <laughs> <But> hey, don't <laughs> waste the good now. stuff before we yeah. get out here. No, but, we're, we're about to have a debate. We, we've been far too cordial on this podcast so far. Today, we're going to have a little debate with each other. And it's the concept of I want it now. Basically, delayed gratification versus in, instant gratification. And so I want to open us up to you two. What are y'all's overall thoughts on that concept of
1: No, we want to hear your thoughts oh because you're yeah, the one that oh. wanted to
0: argue with us earlier about this. So let's go
1: ahead and open up. Do you tell us how how you feel about this?
0: So I come from a fitness background and I'll will speak to fitness to start. Um I have literally helped hundreds of people in the fitness space. Uh yeah, that's a that's a flex, Tyler, as that the kids is. say. Uh, but, but literally hundreds of people and what I, what I noticed, the people that would get results versus the people that wouldn't, and, and more specifically the people that would get lasting results learned and understood that there was a process to get to that end goal. Right. They, yeah, sure. Would, would you love to lose 50 pounds today? Absolutely. Everybody would love to lose 50 pounds today, but the the ones that got sustainable results understood no, I've got to make changes and progress, and this isn't going to be instant. I'm not going to get it today or next week, because if I do, I'm probably just going to gain it all back. There's a, the, the, the stat is 90% of people who, who are successful at losing weight end up gaining that weight back. Mm-hmm. So we have no problem losing the weight in this, in this example. The problem is we didn't make sustainable, concrete, long lasting changes to get that result because Mm -hmm. we wanted it now. We want it instantly.
2: And I think of even just on that concept, I think of uh, a a concept that we talked about together is I'll be happy when, right? When Mm -hmm. I get there. And I even think of dieting is I want it now because when I get there, then I'll be healthy enough to continue this as opposed Mm -hmm. to like, I need to get there as fast as I can. I need it now. I need this eight week body transformation challenge that motivates me to get there right now, whatever means necessary to get there. But the word you said that sticks is the sustainability, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not when I get there, then I'll be happy. It's the quality of life that I can sustain for the long haul. Okay. as opposed to these peaks and valleys. And I actually saw a chart that was talking about, and granted it was Instagram on one of these body challenges, <laughs> or whatever. So, so I, uh, the irony there, but it was a chart that had this, this wave that was trending upward because, yeah, you lose the weight and you diet, but then you go up and you actually put on more weight than when you started that previous diet. But then you go on another diet mm-hmm. and then it drops down. But then you go up and this upward trend of this wave Because it's not sustainable because you're doing this fad diet or you're Mm -hmm. taking these supplements or you're doing this crazy intense workout that this, you know, online trainer is putting you through and there's nothing wrong with online trainers. I'm not saying that, but is it sustainable for your life? And that's and that's what I, I to me as I think about this and and the negative connotation, and I don't think it's all bad that we want some stuff now. There's some there's some positives no, to it, and yeah. we'll talk about it. But I think that the negative connotation is that it's not sustainable because you want to look at quality of life over the long haul and and bettering yourself and creating habits that are sustainable mm-hmm. as opposed to, hey, I'm just gonna crush it. And we're all guilty of it, like mm-hmm, everybody yeah. is. And so anybody that says, because I think we're wired that way yeah. to want it now, right? Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a survival. Instinct that I'm hungry, I need to eat now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can't wait. I'm not gonna go and spend three weeks stalking a pro, you know, some prey or a deer or whatever. And I'm gonna hunt and I'm gonna get it. It's like, no, 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 I'm gonna go to Whataburger and I'm gonna go through the drive thru and I'm gonna eat it now because mm-hmm. I'm
0: hungry. They call it the yeah. pleasure principle. Yeah, yeah. and, right. I, I, and I don't I, hold on, hold on. Honestly, you just, you just, yeah, he's, hey, he's throwing out gold right hold now. Hold on, and it's he, called the pleasure principle, and it's that driving force that compels us as human beings go. to accomplish or achieve whatever it is that that desire that it's we also, have. It's also a romantic novel that Ben just read. You yeah, know yeah exactly. Pick Yeah. <laughs> <up> <laughs> his you I'm like, the one you honest, see at auntie's, on, auntie's, <laughs> auntie's house on the <laughs> coffee
2: table. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> First of all, you said auntie, and second of all, Darren, be honest. When I said pleasure principle, well, what, was where like, is well, your well, mind? Hey, where are we going? Hey, we are not a triple X show here. So, so yeah. I think the whole idea, and Darren's Darren's chomping at the bit here to jump in here because he he disagrees on the concept of it feels better to to for delayed gratification feels better than instant gratification. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know. Listen, I I want it now is something that I've always had in my head. Like when I was a kid, I grew up in the inner city, and my mind was, you know, I'd see nice things, and I'd say that exact word, I want it now. But you you may be right. 10% of the people have this, you know.
0: That's not a maybe, right? It's a, it's a fact.
1: Maybe it's 10%. <laughs> I don't know
0: where that, you know, where yeah, that survey came yeah, from. Yeah, it was a Twitter survey. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I'm a Nine people filled out. I called up six people. (laughs) I called up (laughs) ten
2: people
1: that said, "Hey, (laughs) how did you get ninety percent from nine people?" (laughs) I I just feel like, man, if it's in front of you, if you have a goal, whatever that goal is, why not be aggressive with it? It's like, okay, I'll give you an example. If I'm gonna put that food out on this, if I had two dogs out in the back, two alpha males, right, and I put that food out there on the table. One of them's gonna go get it, right? Mm-hmm. It's right in front of you. Whatever it is, whatever your goal is, if it's to lose weight, whatever it is, if it, if it's that mentality of I want it now, to me, is such a driving force. When I came into the league in the NFL, I wanted to start my first year. I wanted it now, right? Mm-hmm. And I was disgruntled the entire year because I didn't. I was not a starter. That entire season, my first year, they kept on putting, oh no, you're fine. Next year be your year. Damn that. And if you have a mindset to where you can accept that, then you really don't want it. Mm. You really, you really don't want it. You hey. I'm serious. Yeah. You hold, hold if you want, I am of the belief as a dog, like we just had this dog yeah. in you conversation, right? Uh-huh whatever your goal is do not let the outside things and all these surveys you know, you're part of the 90% and you're part no nah, it's right in front of you go get it and I don't care whatever or what all whatever happens outside of that either you get there you don't whatever it is you know it's been in front of you and you're going to do whatever it takes to get it that's that's how I feel about it.
2: so okay sure. counter counterpoint to that <clears throat> counterpoint to that is. We're in commercial real estate. That's what we do yeah. right now, right? And there's goals set. So I come in, and it's an industry that anybody you talk to it's, oh, it's going to take you three, four yeah. years before you do anything, right? I wanted, I wanted to be a top producer now, mm-hmm. like. But if I had the mentality of, I need it now. How how do you go through that process of four years of failure of not being that? Uh, And I thought I was immune to it. Honestly, like I really did. I'm like, no, 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 that's for everybody else. Like for me, it killed me my first year. And I and I honestly had a a pretty good first year looking back on it. But it's like
1: I wanted it. Is that a humble brag, by the way?
2: (laughs) No, no, by good year by good year is nothing. It's nothing to write home. But for a first year, looking back on a first year, but it's like. Now, how do you sustain that when it's like failure, failure, failure? And it's like, I'm going to go get it now and I'm going after it. But like, there's no way I have the knowledge. Like for you, for your first year, right? Like, right. there's, it's really hard to have the knowledge of a 10 year veteran. Right that you're competing against. Now you have the athleticism, you have the speed, you have the drive, you have the physicality, you have all the tools, but there's still an element that has to take time for you to get there. I agree with you and you say that like, well, I'm just gonna accept that it's gonna take a long time. right? Because then there's no urgency, right? Urgency is part of it, Mm -hmm. but the expectation of, I want it now and whatever shortcut it takes to get there. Here's, Here's what I said, there's a couple guys that I know in this, don't know in this industry, I've heard stories about these guys. That first year, to second year in the business, Landed. they were making millions of dollars. But guess what? In order to do that, they cheated people. Mm. They did a legal thing. They did whatever it took to get there, right? And it depends on what it is. And I'm under the impression, and I early on in this career uh, of real estate, was I'm in this with a long game right? I'm going to treat people right. I'm going to do it the right way. And yes, from an income standpoint, it has been to my detriment and I haven't grown as fast, but I have no doubt in my mind that if I stay on this trajectory, that I will surpass all of those people that made the higher income early on, right? right? They came in the same time as me because I'm going to do it right. And I'm focused on relationships. So the, I want it now is really hard
1: to apply to the this industry that yeah I'm in. it's tough yeah and, and it's the reality of yeah but how many people listen i think one of the problems that we do have is we listen to so many outside voices that set expectations for us you know i'm watching the michael not michael jordan but the, what's the name of the show that's out there right now uh the last dance that's, that's out jordan. there michael jordan and the bulls right yeah and you okay man he Did you just this, mess up Michael Jordan's name? No, I didn't remember Michael
2: Jordan, but I just couldn't remember
1: the hey, name of the show. Michael
0: Jordan was his basketball yeah, player. Yeah, but it's, about, yeah, it's he, about the Bulls. It's about the Bulls. It's not just about Michael yeah. Jordan. Any any who, can So we there, get was back a, on there was there was a
1: period
2: that they called them a dynasty and they played yeah, in about Chicago. The same time we, that we were <laughs> a dynasty is
1: about that same time. But uh he you know, he he mentioned in that in in the last dance about how when he came in on the team, they they just expected him to be like his teammates were like, "Yeah, hey, you know, you're one of the guys, you know, but you know, I'm not the guy. You're yeah. not going to be the guy. Yeah. No, this is a different league. This isn't college basketball. This is the NBA. And Jordan's mentality was, "Bullshit. I'm going to come in and be the dude." Right? So he didn't allow anyone to set expectations for him. He set expectations for self. And and I think I'm not sure how that applies to real estate, but I think in the, in the real estate world how we come about it, there's a reality to this as well. There is a true reality of you walk into this world, the numbers say, they don't lie. Yeah, it's going to take you four to five years, right? And that's, that's how it is. You just have to go through that process, right? But there's no problem with having high expectations for yourself and wanting it now. And that should be, for me, it should be a driving force for you moving forward. Something you can look at every day and say, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not happy with just being average and mediocre and and just being content where I am I want it now and continue to push forward with that
0: okay so what if you did walk in day one and you became and you didn't cheat anybody you didn't do anything but somebody just started handing you a bunch of business yeah is is the wrong with that I mean it's great is, and, it it, is, su- is it sustainable? It's sustainable. Is it right. sustainable? It could
1: be. It depends on how you make it. If you can make it sustainable, uh, again, it's all about reality. You have to understand that if you got all this business my, in my first year, how do I continue to make that sustainable without cheating people? Right. But how do I continue? You can't just say, "Okay, well, uh, well, this this all landed in my lap, and now I'm like, all right, cool, it's gravy. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna. It's always gonna be that way. It's almost. I'm telling you, what's the difference? We've all played. Sports, we've all played football, right? What is the difference when they give you the job and you're the starter, right? And you wanted it now and they finally give it to you. Aren't you always looking over your shoulder? Because the next guy up is pushing your ass, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to do whatever it takes to do it. If that's about losing weight, you should have the same mentality. Well, the guy that's that's pushing me is that fat coming back to my ass, right? So... He's looking. He's behind me. I have to find a way to outrun that guy or outcompete that fat coming back to me. So I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm different, but I like those. I like to keep score.
0: Yeah, I, I want to keep the, score let, that way. Let's use. Let's just let's just run down that that example of the, of the fat loss. If you lose, because the the physiology of fat loss. It, it takes, there's a certain system and, and, and a process that it goes through. Mm-hmm. I can restrict my calories to an ungodly amount and lose 10 pounds this week. There is no doubt about it. I want it now. I'm going to get it now. Right. But the thing that I had to do to lose that 10 pounds in one week, there is no way I can do that for the rest of my life. Because you don't feel like it's sustainable. It's not, it's physically impossible to live off of 500 calories the rest of your life or whatever you had to do to, or, or I'm going to cut out all sugar. Or I'm going to cut out all, like nobody does that. Nobody. And so I think business is the same way. What did I have to do? I, I was handed a big, massive, you know, sa- sales deal or whatever it is, whatever business or industry you're in. I was handed a big, a big, a big commission check. What did I do to earn that? That to me that you can go repeat that that I can go repeat that over and over and over. over. If it was just handed to me, where's the appreciation in that? Yeah, I think about (laughs) I think about this right when I was a kid, and this
2: is this is in its simplest form. Is when I was a kid, my parents bought me a bike, and I remember the bike right. It was a white, it was a white bike, had a black and white checkered seat, and then it Mm -hmm. had the uh, the foam pad over the handlebars, black and white checkers, right? And I love that bike but I used to just leave it outside
1: all oh, the time. Sound like an ugly ass. bike. <laughs> hey,
2: <laughs> hey, and it, don't tell me it got stolen in 1986, man. That was a baller bike. And it matched my little van you had the banana, you had the banana, no seat, no though. banana seat, man. I I'm not that old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I love that bike, but I used to, it was handed to me. My parents gave it to me. Uh, and I used to leave it out. I used to leave it outside. I'd, Right over my buddies, leave, leave it outside. I come home, I leave it outside overnight. Well, it gets stolen one day because I left it at the park across the street. And my dad, instead of handing me another one because I wanted another bike, I mean, that's how I got around. Like, you know, I was, I was literally lived on my bike as a kid. My dad said, no, you're not going to get it because you were irresponsible with it. You didn't learn any lesson with this. And working for it. So you're gonna work for it and you're gonna you're gonna have chores and you're gonna get an allowance. And it's not gonna I'm not gonna give it to you Friday. I'm not gonna give it to you the next Friday. When you accumulate enough money to go buy that bike, then we'll go get you another one. So I did. Well, guess what? The appreciation and the lesson that I learned because I went through that process, I never left that bike out. It was a red huffy. I remember the next one. <laughs> All right. And I remember it. And you know, and the appreciation, and I and I take that and yeah, that's really simple and that's stupid as a little kid, but like you take that on, and like Ben, you mentioned what I learned through that process, right? In in the journey of it, as opposed to just getting now. If you get it now, you miss on
1: all yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're hitting on the same spot. I no, we're, we're not, Darren. No. we no. completely different. No, look, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 think it's, I, I think it's a part of it that you you really have to look at it as you know, like 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 mentally. Like I'll give you an example: your your bike, right? Mm. All right, I grew up in 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 an area where you know damn well you leave that bike out there it's gone right (laughs) half the time i'm the guy still on the damn bike right so there's a mindset free bike yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's a mindset going into that yeah but I, i think we're 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 on the same path but like if you if if i'm given something early on right there's a reality to that yeah there's a reality to the fact that okay i was given all this and if you don't, if you're outside of reality to think that that uh, you don't have to work for this, then I get it. Like you're gonna lose it. You are gonna lose it. But if there's a reality to it, and I guess it's it's you know my my mindset of always having to go through things and like having to fight for it over and over as a kid in in every in every situation. I wanted to start in basketball. Well, coach used to say, "Hey, you guys have to play one on one game to get the starting job." So. He used to roll the ball out there. Your ass better go get it and go, right? So there's always a part. And then always that when I won, I'd always look behind me and say, you know what? I'm going to separate myself from you so far that the coach won't even look at your ass at the end of the bench. Mm -hmm. You're going to stand there because I'm playing the whole game, right? But that's that's a mentality that you have to have going into it and understand the reality of it as well. Because – Everything's replaceable. You can always be replaced, yeah. but there's got to be that dog that continues to burn in you through that process. That, that's the challenge though. The challenge is,
2: unfortunately, I would say a majority of our culture doesn't live in reality. Like there's, yeah. there's a different concept. Everybody has their own sense of reality, but there's a difference because we can't have it now because of these phones and the access to information or we hit click and food is delivered to us or Amazon now. I mean, the fact that we just moved out to the country and the fact that like, tip my wife, can't hit, order now and I need some eggs or I need right. some milk and it's not here in three hours. Like that's a, that was a big transition for us because we we're so used to having it now mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, the alternative, like, okay, we got to either plan a trip in or we've got to make sure that, okay, Hey, we're, we're taking account to it. But take the, the difference wagon, is take the wagon. In yeah. I was going to say, folks. actually go milk the cow and then chill it and then skim <laughs> off the fat on top. Of it. But the, the, the difference is, is that yes, if you have the mentality you have the sense of reality that okay, what is real, what is not. But here's the problem: the problem is that I want it now, and if I don't get it now, I quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's come that's on. that's yeah. the challenge, and that's what I think a majority of our culture these days, because we don't have to struggle through things to get it, because it is so accessible for us. And I struggle with it too. I mean, there's so many things that, like, I literally, I, I'm like, I want to do that, and I'm going to work for it, and then it's like, man, I kind of got hurt. I'm, I'm going to move on to the next one. And so when you look at it, I'm in it for the journey and I'm in it for the long haul. Not that you have to not work for it to get it now, but if you look at it from the journey and I'm not going to take shortcuts and I'm going to do it right, that's the sustainability that we are talking about earlier. And knowing that there's going to be challenges and knowing that I'm very few people, there are two starting safeties on each team. Mm -hmm. That means there's 64 men on the planet that can start, on an NFL team as a safety, right? So what about the rest of, you know, the the billions of people that live on it, right? So I get it. It takes a special person. And I just want to call that sense of reality out that not everybody is wired the same. So how do we paint a picture of, okay, yes, want it now, but work for it for tomorrow. Mm.
0: To that point that you just said that, I mean, you nailed it. If everything's just handed to you, if you get everything right when you want it, you never learn how to work for things. You never learn how to overcome obstacles. You never learn how to push through, you know, the, the challenge of whatever it is that you're going through. And so to your point, as soon as you see some, some friction there, your default is, well, I didn't get it immediately. So I'm done. I quit. I think that's the concept we're trying to talk about here is because there's, there's things that you, that you just can't have now that they're just, it's just impossible to have it right now. Yeah. And so if you just quit and you, and you cower away every single time that happens because you've never learned how to work for something and then achieve it over the long haul, you're just going to be constantly bouncing. For, and, and the only reason I said it is because I've been there. Mm-hmm. I know what that's like to want something now. I don't get it. Okay, I quit on to the next thing. Yeah, but see, and, you're const- and, you're ne- and the ironic thing is you're never making progress at that point. You're constantly starting over. You might take two steps, the, the cliche, you might take two steps forward, but then you're taking three steps back because you're constantly bouncing from thing to thing because you didn't get it when you thought you deserved to get so it. So, don't you think it should be something? Well, look,
1: you know, I, I look at, you know, Peyton Manning's one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game, right? Yeah. Okay, Peyton Manning went from University of Tennessee, got drafted, and he was basically, hey, you're the guy. He didn't have to work for it.
0: What do you mean he didn't have to work for it? He, he no, lived, no, no, no. He was, worked he his, is, his whole he life for, no, for no, it. No, 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 21, no. 21 years. No, so no, no. no he whole no, no. life for it. I'm
1: talking about the Indianapolis Colts handed him the job. Like, he didn't have to sit behind anybody like Aaron Rodgers did. Aaron Rodgers went through a process in order to get the starting job, right? Yeah. yeah Peyton yeah. Manning was, here it is. It's yours, Peyton. Take it, right? No, no, there's no buts. No, there is a but. There's a huge but. No, he it's not. No, he, it's not. He, he, he earned from, that. No, no. He didn't earn that. He didn't play a down in the NFL and was handed this. What happened years one and two for Peyton? Yeah, he threw a ton of interceptions. Yeah, and but, lost a ton of games. But but, but but he was handed the job. That's he, he was because not, of the work he put in. No, in college, though, 20, man, that's, 21 different. Years. that's different. That's different. When you get in the league, what do they always say? Man, you got to earn this, dude. This ain't, this ain't no, like when I came in the league, it was like, you better, yeah. you got to work through this thing. Am I, am I right? Did Dak Prescott just come in and take, you get the job? And they said, Hey, Dak, it's yours. No, right? but, yeah. but Tony Romo, did Tony Romo come in and say, <laughs> Hey, Tony, no. it's yours. Romo right? was
2: a free agent. Dak was a fourth round pick. There's a difference when you're the first overall pick in the NFL. The expectation is different because you earned it prior to that. Now he earned who he is over those first three years of his career. Because he overcame tons
1: of adversity, but tons of learning, no, no. and he and he stayed the course. But how, how many people do you know that have been handed things before in the past? Because I know of people that have been handed things and they failed. Yeah. Mightily. Mm-hmm. And, this, and this speaks directly to them. But I also know people that have been handed, things have been handed to them, and they took off. And they did not look back. Oh. And, and that's,
0: maybe these are your 10 percenters. No, 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 These are your 10 percenters. I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah. I, I totally get But what did they do up to that does point it matter? when they were does, handed you that? You know what? Does it,
1: I mean, honestly, does it matter? All it's, all, to me, we know what matters is that, Those that got handed something, it's almost like these- It's luck, right? When opportunity means preparation. These hedge funds babies that we always talk about, right? And people always bitch and complain about, oh, you know, he was handed that money. He didn't, you know, he shouldn't, he doesn't deserve this and this and that, looking blah, blah, blah. But that same guy who's been handed something, he's lost it, you look at him and you go, okay, yeah, that's one thing. But that's another guy who's been handed something and his ass grows it to the next level and to the next level, who I know a a lot of you guys are like this, that I know personally, I have no problem with that because they, they didn't look back and they didn't worry about expectations outside and what people felt like to them and what, how they felt about the situation. It was how do I get this company from A to B, C, and then look behind me and see who's on my, my back. Mm-hmm. They didn't give a damn. And I'm going back to Peyton Manning because here's the Peyton Manning deal. You guys can say whatever you want. You talk to any NFL or they'll tell you this. Most jobs are earned in the NFL. Period. I don't care if I'm the first-round pick, second-round pick, first guy. To the, the jobs are normally earned. There were a guy, Ed Reed, I can name it, Troy Palomalo. They came in the league. They weren't backups. The job was handed to them. There were people on that team who probably sat there and said, this is bullshit. I don't care what. i I pay, I played seven years in this league, and this guy gets handed the job. Here's and a, guess what Ed Reed and, and Palomalo did? What? Yeah. See, separate themselves yeah. they got on the field they got handed a job and they kicked some ass you're right that's, 100%. that's, that's right. what i'm telling no, you 100 right.
2: right here's here's a question <laughs> and you know this because the nfl is a business it's not a charity right right no coach no gm no head coach no position coach is not gonna they're not gonna put a guy out there that can cost them their job if if uh peyton manning was not the best guy to be put on the field that day, oh, he would not Stop. have that job. Stop. He would not. Stop. There's no way. And and look, partly it is politics because it was a first round pick. We invested uh-huh. that into him. Like, yes, yeah. we're going to get, but yeah. how many first round, first round picks? Round pick. And I would say, exactly. not all you of them, not all of them. You were handed, but that you were a first round pick. Yeah. You were not handed a first round pick. You worked your ass off mm-hmm. to, to know, be like, a first round pick. pick.
1: Wait, okay, let's, let me get, oh, wait, oh, oh, wait, wait, hold, go, hold, wait, wait. hold, hold up, hold <laughs> up. Hold, hold okay, so we're g- let's go from, let's, mute it. let's go we got, Hey, we mute have this the table anchored down. Darren's about to flip this thing. <laughs> let's go from high school to college. Right. Mute your mic real quick. Yeah. Yeah, okay, <laughs> let's go from high school to college. All right. You handed a job? Mm-mm. You handed a job? Why? Because you got to earn it, right? That's right. Okay, most. that's how most of the time it's. That's how it happens, right? Yeah, I agree, with yeah. It's no jump. I mean, what's the jump from the money? There's money now, but there's still a respect within your team to say, man, you just handed this dude a job. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now he has the job. Whoever it is, this is what I'm saying to you. In whatever field or vertical you're in, if you're handed something, it's what you do with it. Take everything else out of the picture. Don't worry about, expectations. Don't let someone else set the expectation for you. If it's yours, you do whatever it takes to build on it and move forward with you. It's okay for people to give you things and it just depends on how you do and move forward with it. It's all okay. So I don't care about hearing about, you know, the journey and all that, dude, I got the job. Now I'm going to be a real dog about this and I'm going to eat and nobody else is going to eat off my plate.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But the Peyton Manning example, he wasn't just some dude off the street and no, they just said, he you're wasn't. the quarterback of the Indianapolis no, Colts. But but he had to work from the age of seven or whatever. That's my point is it may look like an overnight success. It may look like you're handed something, but nobody sees the 13, 14, 15 years that took to get to that. I just got handed something. That's my point is at seven years old, he can't be the first overall pick. He had to go through a process. Yeah, he went through a process. To get to that But point. he also got and handed it, a job as the starting quarterback. But would you say he earned that, being that, by the 15, the 20 years of work that he put in before that? Oh, yeah, that. I,
1: I get that part of it. But I'm saying when you get from high school to college, you're not handed a job college to the pros most people even in our in Mm. any league you sit there as a veteran who's been in the league seven eight nine ten years and you go damn he's handed this dude the job not just Peyton you know you just go down the line of players that have been handed jobs that a lot of them like you said may be in the 90 percenters who failed because they got handed the job and it was okay but then there's a 10 percenters who are like okay I got the job now this is what I'm going to do with it and I think it depends if you if you're one of those people that are the goal is to lose weight and it happens to you that fast. Now what are you going to do with it? Yes. That's that's
2: the question. Mm-hmm. Is how do you maintain? But that's that. the mentality we mentioned earlier. It, it's a different mentality that the the ten percenters have.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: There's the ten percenters that that just think differently. And are able to, okay, hey, I got there, but I also have the understanding that once I get there, the fight's not over. Yeah. Now I've got to make sure now that they're, off, like you said, they're they're off my back. That yeah. fat on my butt isn't climbing up and trying to take my spot. And I've been on the other side of the NFL scenario. When I was in Cleveland, I came in, and I was the only fullback on the roster. Then they drafted a kid in the fourth round. and. Mm-hmm. To your point, I would say that scenario, he was handed a job because of his draft position. Mm -hmm. He was handed that job. It pissed you off. It pissed me off because, and here's the thing, and and I really, I I don't want this to come out wrong. I don't want this to come out arrogant, but I outplayed him in training camp. Mm -hmm. We were both rookies, but he was a fourth round pick. And they said, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, we've invested money into him. He's our guy. We can't keep two fullbacks on the roster. So we're going to put you on practice squad and we're going to activate you as soon as we can but it was like there was there was nothing that i could have done right he, he the had job. the job and he look he's a good player and he's a smart guy and i'm not saying that like i was that much better than him but he was handed a job so so i get what you're saying there but it is that 10% that when you do get that job what are you going to do with it yeah. i agree with you but i think ben and i's point is and I think we're all saying the same thing. You're just saying it a lot louder
1: than us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe. I'm I think a it's, more emotional it, it really is.
2: Us. It really is. I, I think the, the the challenge that the general population struggles with is if there is any resistance, they stop because they're not getting it right now. Right. The expectation is that I need it now. And I and if I don't get it right now, then I don't need it. Right. And I think what we're saying is we're all saying in this in different ways is that. Okay, yes, work for it right now because there has to be urgency. Because if there's not urgency, someone is going to cut you in line and they're going to take what you want.
1: Yeah, and it's the same battle. Like, listen, this is why I'm so probably so emotional Dude, you're like got tears in the corner of your eyes right now. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, like, growing up, I've always had this chip on my shoulder, you know, because I didn't have. And because I didn't have and I wanted it so bad – that I would do whatever it took. And and the pro and I'm talking about this and I'm so you know emotional about it because I've raised kids who live in that same world of I want it now. And when they don't get it, they just either complain about it mm-hmm. or they lay down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the three
2: year old or four year old is losing his mind. Losing crying. his I was literally gonna bring this up earlier. It's absolutely. the same thing.
1: It's the same thing. Yeah. And I mean, who are I mean? Because there's no struggle. There's no struggle. So it's. It, I'm not going to talk about generations because generations are are different. I know that and all that. I don't say, well, my generation was a little different. We what's the What's the generation that was born in the depression? <laughs> what is that? What are those? <laughs> what about pre-depression?
2: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what what, what
1: but, generation Karen lines up in.
2: Baby boomer is that what you
1: are? <laughs> No, baby boomers. He He is a baby boomer. Aren't you a baby boomer? I don't know. I'm not
0: even sure what I am. The roaring 20s. How were those (laughs) days? Awesome. (laughs) Had a wagon the whole (laughs) with spinners. We're we're going to a Gatsby
2: party. Darren's like, well, that's what I wore to my prom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can I get through this? No, no. Tyler, (laughs) Tyler, what is it? we're derailing. (laughs) It's our tactic. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying, but it's like, you, you just... I just I, I'm so frustrated by watching my own kids or or younger kids go through this where they expect it right now they want to be want it to be microwaved and they got it and it's theirs and then you know they hey babe how are you my wife uh. just walked in appreciate that that's that service homeboy <laughs> appreciate it thanks babe uh, but. They're microwave. everything's microwavable. It's like, okay, you're in and here it is and it's yours and they're happy. And then two weeks later, they're like, okay, what's the next one? What's this? What's that? And I think there's, there's a part of me that just like, we need to be tougher. Like as parents, we suck. Like I suck as a parent. Based back on my, my kids. I don't, I don't bring me down yeah, and you're you sick You're the same way. Don't because say we. I'm allowed you. Yeah, because we've allowed we do. Hey,
2: and that's real. We've that real.
1: allowed this mentality to exist that everything's available right now. Yeah. You can have it and there's no work that's associated with mm-hmm. it. Like, we should be harder on not only our kids, but on ourselves as far as how we coach and how we lead our our own kids, man. And I, that's why I'm so upset about it. Cause I deal with this on a day-to-day basis. And I'm sure you guys do as well, but on a day-to-day basis with teenagers that just want it right now and don't want to really work for it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's our job to say, you know what, this is, if you got it, you better hold on to it. Cause the next, next man up, it's just how it works.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree that um, we've, There's a lot of good things about having certain things right now. Uh, Amazon's a great example. Grocery delivery. There's a lot of good instant gratification Mm -hmm. things that we, the problem is that I have is when I transfer that, those same thoughts into business or into my fitness goals or into whatever things that, that there's just no way that you can have instant gratification. That's, that's where I have the problem is whenever I'm expecting things right now that there's just no way that I'm going to be able to get them now. Right. And so the problem is you start to quit. You start to, so I keep going back to the fitness example, but for me, that's why I fell in love with fitness is because you have to show up every single time you work out, you have to show up and put in the work and you don't get an instant result that day. In fact, you probably don't see results for weeks or months or even years in certain cases. And there's an appreciation about that, that I've come to learn that I actually look forward to that now. I'm glad that I don't pack on 10 pounds of muscle every time I go do the bench press right. or the curl. It's because I have to show up every single day, day after day, when I don't feel like it, when I don't want to do it, I have to do that work. And then at the end, when I do achieve that particular goal, it feels so much better because mm. I know everything that I went through to get there. Right. All right. So give me the mindset of
1: those those 90 percenters that you know, you've been in this fitness industry for a long time and you've seen... People walk in and they say, well, you know, I want to lose 40 pounds or whatever it is. Do you know when they walk in that, yeah, they're going to be those that are going to lose weight really quick and then put it right back on? Do you just know that's going to happen to certain
0: individuals? It depends on their reason for wanting to lose that 40 pounds. And Hmm. what I mean by that is... If somebody comes in, you could have two different people and they both say, I want to lose forty pounds. The person Why? that tells me they want to lose forty pounds for because, a cabo trip. Yeah, they've got a cabo trip or they, they don't like their, you know, their love handles or that's great. And that might get you a couple of weeks in, but I I, I can pretty much guarantee you're gonna you're gonna tap out at some point. Yeah, it's a weak foundation. It's, it's the lady that says, I gotta lose forty pounds because my husband and I plan trips every single year and the last three years when we're on these hiking trips, I'm falling behind mm-hmm. and I'm not able to keep up with him. And now he stopped. He has stopped planning these trips because mm. I'm falling behind and he feels bad. And so now it's beyond 40 pounds. It's now I'm losing time with my husband right. where we're used to connect. Mm-hmm. That's the person that's going to see the results because there's a meaning tied to it. Way, way, way beyond the physical 40 pounds that they have to lose. Those are the people that saw success. When I, because there's only so much that I can do as a trainer. Not everybody I saw, saw results. Right. The, the ego in me says, no, everybody got results. No, the difference in people that got results and people that didn't, they tied whatever their goal was into a much bigger meaning than just the physical goal that they had. But don't you feel like most people are like, you have to take it personal?
1: Like Maybe that's my biggest problem is I take everything personal and I have a chip on my shoulder and I've been able to accomplish things in that fashion. I can't teach. I, that's the hardest thing to, for me to teach my kids is to have a chip on their shoulder. That's the hardest thing to, to, to have anyone out there that that's, you know, expecting of something quickly and want it now. I, I think there's a part of it that you have to place that chip on your shoulder to say, okay, you know, I, I want this right now, but, I know what I'm, I'm going to have to scratch and fight and do whatever it takes to keep this weight off me. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's, that's the mentality that, that we need to, uh, it's like, we need to get back to that mentality. We are the Mm -hmm. nicest. We are so nice nowadays. We are the, the, I'm telling you, man, I am like the nicest man ever with my kids. Like, Oh God, it's, you know, you want it, you can have it and, and it's it's all good and, and they don't have to do anything for it. Which is so damn nice yeah. to kids right now. And this is the reason why they are right where they are
0: right now. So why, why do you think you, let's use you as an example. Why do you think you're like that now? Knowing the way you grew up and knowing how, what you I'm had to go through. Because nice.
1: I'm too damn nice. I just, I just said why? Because hey, it's I, funny. Because you know what? Because I
0: was grinding yeah. and I don't want them to grind. There you go. That's the
1: biggest problem. Yeah. Now. I should have never changed my mentality. Sure, I should have said, "I'm grinding." Now y'all's ass is gonna mm-hmm. grind too.
0: And, and and I'm not pointing you out. I'm not not putting yeah, you, you on you blast are. here. There yeah, you are. Do it. But but that that <laughs> <laughs> that that's so. There's the problem. You you we you think you're doing them a favor by giving them everything, but you're cutting their legs out from under them by not making them work for anything. Yeah. And, and that I say you, Darren. I'm speaking to you. But that that's for everybody. All right. Uh, you think you're doing people a favor by giving them things now, but in reality, you're, you're handcuffing them. Yeah. You're not teaching them the appreciation of having to work for something. Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's true. You know, I, and I'll go back to this. I saw a good friend of mine, Dion Sanders, was on Instagram, and I'm watching his Instagram, and he, <laughs> he goes and he's with his son, and they go buy groceries. And he's sitting, he's in his van, you know, Dion's old. Country boy. He's an event. like an He's always a I don't know what it is. Oh, it's well, yeah, right? <laughs> It's
0: like a sprinter van. Did, <laughs> did it say free candy on the side?
1: <laughs> He's like a sprinter van. Anyway. Come yeah, oh man. You, you open it up. It's hey, got a right. tarp or okay. drop cloth <laughs> in there. Cover the body. Come,
0: Come here, kids. Step yeah. on in. I'll show yeah. you. Yeah, he likes what? a football candy boy. <laughs>
1: But Dion's in his car, and his son he goes and gets groceries, right? And this I know Dion well enough to know that he's raised his kids probably a lot harder than I've raised mine. I mean, he really has. Mm-hmm. But his son he pulls up, and yeah, they, they have groceries, and he pulls up, and his son is taking out groceries, and he's talking. Dion's talking to the camera. He says, "I don't touch the groceries." He says, "I bought them. Get your." Get your butt out the car and take them inside the house and put them away Mm -hmm. because you're living off me. And I thought, man, that's that is awesome. I do the same thing, I don't, I don't, they don't put the groceries away. But when I pull up, I expect the kids to come out Mm -hmm. and get the groceries. But there's so many things that you know, it's just it starts with us, man. It really does. I mean, we can say what we want to say about this topic right now, but even with us. I mean, if the expectation is that you've been given something, you better fight for it Mm -hmm. and be that 10%er. Because there's so many people that are out there that just quit. And that's that's the disheartening part of it. We got so many quitters now, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Everybody gets trophies. Right. Everything now, it ain't okay. If you want it, like we always say, if you want it, you better do whatever it takes to keep it. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah and I think that's that the genesis of it is there's there's not a a huge need. We don't need anything in our culture so there's no willingness to make ourselves uncomfortable to get it. Mm. Because we don't have to go get our own food. We don't have to I mean, we don't have to cook our food really anymore. Yeah. I mean, think about the difference in like you know, even my parents' generation and my grandparents, how much cooking actually and preparation, I mean, very few people actually know how to cook and go through the whole process because everything's so accessible, but there's no need, there's no drive to actually go earn that. Mm. And I get it like, and you know, the baby boomer generation, like they work their tails off. So that their kids, our our parents, didn't have to work that hard, and then it's so on and so on. And millennials, like you know, the young parents right now, it's the same. It's the same same thought process. We just want to give it to you because, yeah. you know, I talk about, and 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 it's every generation. You know, I say is softer, but it has it easier, right? Like, I always say how hard I worked as a kid because I used to mow the lawn. And clean the garage with my dad. Like, these kids don't know how easy they have it. Well, what did our parents before that say? I used to walk to school two miles uphill, both directions (laughs) in the snow, right? Like, it's just different, right? Like, everything gets easier and easier. But our culture, there's not a huge need because if there is a need, I think we are wired to accomplish it. But everything is so accessible that we're not going to need to work hard for it Mm. or sacrifice for it. I mean, I'm not saying that's everybody, but I'm saying in a generality, that's our culture and we just don't. And so people quit because, hey, that's too hard. I can get it easier over here and I'll get it now over here. And I think as parents, I'm guilty of it too, right? Like I want my kids to have everything. Like I I do, I do. But like Ben said, we're not teaching them anything. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point of this is we are by going through the process and not expecting it now. Okay. Again, not expecting it, but willing to go through the journey is now when you're on the other side of that think about how much stronger you are think yeah. about how much more resilient you are think about how much more educated you are i mean how much more just trained you are as a person because you did not succumb to giving up because you didn't get it now
0: so I don't know. and you probably appreciate it more too
2: they appreciate hundred percent oh,
0: you know hundred percent you don't think so, so
2: all
1: right. Here's the deal.
0: Here we go. Continue here down, here down that road, go, Aaron. We
1: probably we appreci- like we're, we're setting expectations for everybody. Oh, you just probably appreciate it more and blah, blah. Uh, hey, man. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of hedge fund kids that are out there who said, you know what? Yeah, I appreciate it. The start, dad, or mom, but I'm about to grow this damn thing to the next level. And we know some of those people, don't we, Tyler? Mm-hmm. That yes, yeah, that just took it to the next and they, level. And, they, and some they, of those guys are the hungriest guys, yeah. Hell, yeah. which is crazy, oh, and yes. which is
2: so crazy. And yes. that's, a, that's a question, is, yeah. is how are some people, like you said, and we say hand it, and I don't think they're hand, because like the Peyton Manning thing, they, they would not have been handed something unless they were prepared, most of the time, unless they were prepared, unless it was, you know, death or something like that, they had to step up, whatever, but they... They had to know how to do it. They had right. to be trained. trained they had somehow, to put in the way. time and That's work right. to do that. But to your point, those are some of the most hungry people that will not accept anything else yeah. but excellence.
0: Yeah, and there's no, you can't paint a broad brush with with every, there's there's always going to be outliers. I just want people listening to to know if you don't get it immediately, it's okay. Yeah, true. Because there's true. just certain things that take time. Yeah. It's just a matter of time and on that's, certain things. And that's true. And truth. my biggest struggle is that I've transferred everything that's instant, that's okay that, that it's instant. I've transferred that mind that mindset to everything. And that's where I think it becomes a problem. Because I, I I'm, you know, not miserable, but you're down day after day after day or you quit because it's not coming as quickly as you wanted it to come. And so I can only speak for myself. That's my biggest struggle with success is I want it today, well, you can't have it today. Okay, then I got a better think of something else. Well, quitting
1: shouldn't be an option, yeah. right? Quitting should not be an option. Shouldn't be on the table.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I used to have a coach it's, say, "Burn the boats." Oh, I like that. Burn the boats. Quitting is not an I option. We're that. not going back. Mm-hmm. We're not. Lovey love Smith used to tell us that. <laughs> burn the boats because we are not going back. This is where we are. So quitting is not an option. We're supposed to go speak at a, at a high school. People, uh, some of the guys would be like, you know, Lovey Smith. I'll, I'll give you this story. Lovey Smith used to always make us go speak at high schools as players. And guys would be like, oh, quivering. I don't want to. I'm so nervous to this and this and that. And he'd be like, hey, look, I'll give a damn what you want. This is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And there would be guys on the team who were walk-ons. He'd be like, I'm out. I'm going back to school. I, am, I'm not, I don't want to play. I don't want to. I don't. I came here to play football. I didn't come here to go out and speak to high schools, blah, blah, blah. That was the mentality. But well, then get your ass on. <laughs> like I said, get your ass on, move on. Yeah. But that's, you cannot, quitting cannot be an option mm. because it's so easy to just quit. Oh, so. so
2: Ben, let me ask you this. What is a tangible strategy that, and, and you know, whether we relate it to fitness or whatever, but to visualize that goal and to not give up because it's hard or it seems too far away or i'm not getting the results that i want right now and i think again i like the fitness comparison because we can apply it to other things but what are some tangible things that you tell clients that get frustrated and want to quit i say clients old clients because that's not obviously well you're Working with we're working with some people now, yeah. but I think you just <laughs> what are you trying to say? What do <laughs> you, you tell say, Darren? Tyler? What do you, you tell to say, Tyler <laughs> because he's frustrated because he's still on the yellow band <laughs> no. and hasn't moved up to the green one?
0: <laughs> Look, I, I certainly don't have all the answers. I think you got to make incremental changes that are that are uh, like we said earlier, sustainable. So, keeping on using the fitness example. Again, you can't just say, I'm going to cut out sugar for the rest of my life. I'm never going to have sugar again. There's just no way. That's never worked. Nobody's ever done that successfully. You can do that for a short period of time. So it's making smaller changes. Okay, maybe instead of drinking eight Diet Cokes today, maybe you drink six. Maybe you drink four. Maybe you cut down to one. Mm-hmm. Whatever you can handle and, and, and realize that you can handle for the long term, mm-hmm. that's probably what you start with. Mm-hmm. And then it's a constant reminder of why am I doing this? What, what, why is this goal so important to me? If it's again, like we said earlier, if it's just a, a physical goal and that's, and it's very surface level, it's probably not going to get you very far. Right. But again, if you're trying to keep up with your husband and, and he's not scheduling these, these trips anymore because you can't keep up with them, that's a lot deeper meaning. So I think it's making small changes, um, day after day that you know that you can stick to, uh, that we'll, we'll see results. Yeah. I, in
2: college, we used to call it, you know, celebrate all wins. Mm-hmm. Right? And that was our one of our special teams mottos. And you just start stacking little things. So all of these smaller goals add up to the ultimate goal. And you build yourself a roadmap that you know that, okay, hey, I don't have to wait. You know, if I've got 50 pounds that I want to lose, you know, I understand that, okay, hey, this week, I'm going to lose three pounds. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, I'm going to set that new goal that I know. Okay, hey, this is feasible and attainable, but I'm going to have to push myself to get there. And it's on and on, so that it doesn't feel like one long failure until you get your goal. It is okay. It's a bunch of wins that you stack mm-hmm. up, and you get that snowball rolling, and the momentum picks up. Um, I mean, and that was that was one thing that that's for me. I'm I'm that is that that goal is so big and so really so far, and that's the reality, right? Like I want to work for that. But, like, it's so big and so far that, like, really once I get some pushback, it's like, no, 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 no I'm done. All right. As opposed yeah. to, like, all right, so if if that goal is on the other side of this canyon and I'm building one of the bridges that's off of Indiana Jones, right, mm-hmm. I got to stack those wood planks all right. the way across so that I can take those steps to get to that ultimate mm-hmm. goal. All
1: right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, I, I, I got a quick example of, you know, yesterday we had a workout and he sent me this workout and it was – the aerodyne bike, and it was 70 calories, and then another five minute
0: rest. 75 calories. <laughs> I can see that you didn't do it. <laughs> it was 70
1: calories <laughs> plus another 70 calories, five minute rest, and then another 70 calories, right? So straight 70 or straight, you go okay. 70 calories on the aerodyne bike, and then or 75, whatever it was. I'm pulling it up it right was. now, and then you wait for. Yeah, 75 calories, yes, it was. And I did it. He saw the picture. That's kind of a jerk move, man. Just it putting is. on blast. Exactly. But like like, he saw the picture. I, said, zero, I sent him the
2: picture. Zero hey. impact. Zero <laughs> yeah. impact on your story, by the way. Exactly. Like none. Exactly. But, none. but hey, let's but make sure that let's hating. make sure we're bringing you down. Him's hating.
1: But anyway, so <laughs> it's 75, five minute rest, 75. And I go through this deal. The first thing I do is I call him up. Cause I do this all the time. And I think it's okay to have an accountability partner and, and someone that you can complain to as well. So I call him up and I'm like, there's no damn way you can do 75 <laughs> calories. I'm going in on him. He's like, dude, just do it. I don't want to hear it anymore. Just do it. Don't call me. Just do it. So anybody, you can do it. Just shh. hang up. So, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking there's, I got to go through the workout then I have to do this. And here it goes again. It's like the anger that I have to go through. Cause I'm all, I'm pissed off and I'm thinking about, okay, he's an asshole, (laughs) blah, blah. I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to send it to his ass. Right? So I do the first 75 and I want to quit. Like I'm at 40 on the first 75 and I'm like, my legs are about to fall off. I'm going to quit. I finally get through it. And, and, didn't give it at, at in the end. I'm like, okay, 75. And I want to walk off, man. I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to do this other 75. And then there comes the reminder. If I don't do it, his ass is going to have something to say to me. Right. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it again. And when I get done doing it, I'm sending you a picture. And I've done this before. And I sent you guys both pictures after I've done a hard workout, right. Of a little video. And I, what do I say? What, what did I say over the last time, Tyler? When I said something to him on the video, say it. Uh, F you, yeah. <laughs> F you. What yeah. did, you, what did the, you say? But that's the but that's the burn that you. I, I feel like that's. <laughs> he did give us a warning for the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I said make sure the parental kids are parental out. advisory yeah. come in. <laughs> But I think that's how you have to attack life. Yeah. In in any situation, however you get it, you know whether it's me handed it to you or you've gone through the journey. Why not attack life the same way? And you know, if it if it's important to you, that's the mentality. It's almost like for me, it's a rage. I have to get myself up to this rage to complete what I need to complete.
0: Mm-hmm. Or hold
1: on to what I want to hold on to. Either way. Yeah.
0: And, and well, and the beauty of that small example is you had to do those 75 calories and then you had to do it again. Mm-hmm. And then you had to do it again. Not not literally, but that, that's the point is all right, I had a great Monday. Well, what about Tuesday? I got to do it again, again do on it Tuesday. all over again, yeah. What about Wednesday? I got to do it again on Wednesday. Yeah. It, it's every you, just because you do something once doesn't mean you're going to get to that ultimate goal. Does, who do we sound like? Brad
1: struck a little bit. At ESRP. No. Do we, are we starting to sound like Brad struck at ESRP? <laughs> just a little bit. There's, there's a little more emotion in color. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Our guy Brad is is one of the one of the best men I think that Ever. the three of us know. Yeah. Um. But I mean, talk about cool, calm, and collected. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. I heard him upset once, man. And oh, I was that? just, I, I just you felt like, guilty, just tingled. It felt so good. It was like, <laughs> yes, <I> love it.
0: <laughs> well, that's the show. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's good I stuff. Guys. I think we've, I think we've harassed your ears long enough on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh,
2: I, I think, again, I think the three of us all are saying the same thing yeah. in different ways work for it now. But accept that it may not come right now and push through those barriers, push through the challenges, push through the resistance, because when you come out on the other side, it is worth it. And when you get there, the work doesn't stop. You got to do it on Tuesday. You got to do it on Wednesday. You got to keep working because ultimately it is a quality of life that you're looking for, not a single event, right? That's right. The goal is finding, finding who, how do I achieve the best version of me so that the quality of life while I'm on this planet is at a premium. Mm -hmm. And it's not about, I've got to hit that 10 pounds. I've got to hit this commission number. I've got to hit this, you know, parenting goal that I've got. How do you sustain whatever you're working for, whatever your goals are for the remainder of your life? And how do you become a better person for the process that it took to get there? So thank you all. See you next time.